Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 280, Nothing is Hidden. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In this episode, I want to look at the assumptions that so much of our experience in life, so much of our thinking really is rooted in. A ton, 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 ton of unexamined, unquestioned assumptions. And in particular, and this is hard to describe maybe, but there's this weird way that we seem to have an experience. What is an experience? I don't know. There's some physical something. Let's say there's some physical sensation in this experience we're having. There's, um, let's say, let's just say the experience is you're having a conversation with someone. If you pay attention, the, you you'll feel energy. So there's there's felt stuff happening physically. There's um, an experience of seeing the other person. There's all kinds of other thoughts that that are probably happening while you're talking with them. Maybe you're maybe you're thinking about what you should say next, or how you're coming across, or how they're coming across, judging them, all of that kind of stuff. And in a weird way, it's like all of this gets kind of um, thrown together into what we call an experience of talking with someone. And it just looks really solid in that sense. Like, oh yeah, I talked to Joe and this is how it went. But if we really look there, again, like the sensation and the images and these judgments arising and this sense of a person in front of you, what's connecting all of that to give the experience I talked to Joe? Like what's holding all of that together to make it feel like it's something solid? Where are the connections? In other words, there's some sensation and some energy. But what what is it that has us feeling like the sensations and energy are tied to the fact that Joe just disagreed with you. You know, so so say in this conversation with Joe, you're chatting and he kind of is taken aback by something you said and then your mind's like, oh, he disagrees and we're not on the same page and he's judging me and he's so judgmental, I can't believe he would judge me and all this stuff that happens. And, you, and you're feeling that, you, your, your body is reacting in that. But but even as I just said, it is is an assumption that the body is reacting to those feelings. I mean, that's a that's something we learned. But when we really look, and it's such a weird question, I know. How is it that this this little um, tightening, let's say, that just happened in your gut, or this, or that your heart just feel felt like it increased a tiny bit, or that you just felt this sort of flush of what your mind might call shame or something, just some sensations behind your eyes. Like, 
how is it that that, does that tell you something about, um, about Joe, about your, about your experience even, about your feelings? Like, how is it that shame feeling? How is it that, that some sensations that maybe seem to activate behind the eye area, how do you call that shame? Like, how is it that those sensations are linked with this emotion of shame? Or to use probably a more common and clearer example, let's say you're feeling fear and you feel this like butterfly feeling in your stomach, okay? That's something that it seems to me, I don't know, that years and years and years of of association have made it seem like when there's this butterfly feeling in the stomach and then certain thoughts are also there, that they're connected and like, oh, now I'm feeling afraid. But where's the connection? What connects thought, images, memories, which are just thoughts and images, uh, that connects all of that with this sensation and then gives us the experience that we would spit out, the summary that we would say, I'm feeling afraid or I'm feeling shame or I don't think this conversation with Joe is going well. Where do these summaries come from? Where do these conclusions come from? Do you know? Because <laughs> tell me if you do, because I have no clue. It's such a weird mystery how we think we know anything. And then when you kind of break it down and sort of look at the components of what's behind what we think we know or experience or our summary, you know, our summary statement about how we feel, what is it? Well, you feel afraid. Okay. There's some energy there. Okay. There's maybe a thought there. Okay. But how is that I feel afraid or I am afraid? I don't know. I don't know. What's what's holding all of this together? And I guess thought, we could maybe say thought is holding it all together, but can thought, like how can thought hold anything together? thought is just thought it's not a it's not a holder it's not a connector like what what even is thought how how is that holding anything together you just keep looking in this way and and we really don't know anything and it gets really mysterious and really interesting and um i think really valuable and i think what the mind will do it's because it's already, the mind's already just spitting out these assumptions left and right and has been forever. And it's just believing its own assumptions, right? So it's like these summaries of that didn't go well, or I feel this, or that's going on. These are these big summary statements the mind spits out based on a thousand unquestioned assumptions that when you look, don't have anything really behind them. We can't even find what's connecting all this and and <laughs> concluding that I'm afraid or I'm ashamed or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, it's just spitting out all this high-level hidden assumptions, but almost like what's interesting in that is it is this kind of seems like idea. And the seem, I mean, you know, this maybe this is just the experience of of unquestioned assumptions is well, it just seems like it. Like, I don't know how I'm afraid. I just know I'm afraid. I don't know that, I don't know where I am and where I end and life begins. I just know that I'm a me. You know, this stuff that is just so 
like, well, I just know because I know. I just know because it seems like it. That's where there's so much value in really looking like, oh, because it seems like it. Okay, then it must be true. And and how much of that is going on? I mean, a ton, you know, and there's value in that. I mean, I don't want to go through life. I assume you don't either questioning every little thing. I'm happy, happy to just kind of, kind of relax back into a lot of seems like. But it's also really good to not to to be curious about what's going on there and not relax back blindly into everything that just seems like it is this way because obviously we're gonna we're gonna hit up on a lot of suffering that's completely it's all assumption based. We don't even know what it is. So to be able to look at some of this seems like stuff in a deeper way like this is is really valuable. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time. So there was a, um, there's a conversation on our forum recently about this, which I just thought was kind of a good example of it, um, where a woman was saying that it just, it feels like all these things will never end. So she was talking about anxiety and COVID and health issues and saying, you know, and you could feel, and we all know, we've all felt this so much, like you could feel her despair and her frustration with this, like her just saying, like, it feels like all of this stuff is just never going to end. There's going to be anxiety and then there's going to be COVID, which makes more anxiety. And then there's going to be health issues, which makes more anxiety and could include COVID and like it's this big ball of of seems like which is incredibly heavy and and feels incredibly real but to just be able to look at that a little bit and pick it apart a tiny bit and just be so curious like none of that seems like stuff is even real now she can go in her memory and say, well, it is real because I heard about somebody having COVID yesterday and I've had it before and I could have it again. All of that's imagination. All of it's imagination. There's nothing in reality right this minute that points to any of that. That's all imagination. Now we live in imagination and and it feels really real a lot of the time. So again, it's not to deny that, but it is... It is a lot of could be used to be. That's all that is, right? It's it's and and what even is COVID? It's an it's a concept. It's a it's imagination. It's an imaginary concept. That doesn't mean people don't get sick. But when you get sick, you aren't experiencing COVID. You're sitting there laughing at Netflix or coughing your brains out or whatever's going on. Like like it's not. It, it's just what is here, real, immediate. And the same with anxiety and the same with health issues. So you could feel the way that she and all of us do this are swimming around in, and God, but it feels like it. It feels like this has me and it's real. And I'm feeling it right now because I'm stressed and I, my everything's tight and my mind is racing. And that's where it's just so huge to to be able to kind of go into that feeling it feels like everything's falling apart and always will, and there's no end to this. Where do you feel that? And 
and looking, oh, okay, so this is tight and I feel some energy here and all of that and just hanging out in that energy for a minute. And, and the reason I think for going into the sensations, there's many, I'm sure, but one of the benefits, I'll say, of going into those sensations and really checking them out is now all of your attention is in this sensation. And so now when thoughts come up, an image of of her in a hospital bed a week from now or something like that, there's a little bit of space there. She's more able, she's not all ramped up, so she's more able to see, oh, look at what my mind just did. This is, this is all untested assumption until we look at it. My mind just threw up a picture of me in a hospital bed. Isn't that weird? When we're in like, no, it feels like it and everything's bad and it really is real and I don't know what to do, you're not gonna spot that. That's just part of this big ball of un, unexamined assumption that feels like everything's falling apart, rightfully so. But when we're in the sensation and we're allowing the sensation, now all of a sudden there's a little room and some of these stories and some of these thoughts get to still pop up, but maybe be seen a little bit for, for what they are. And that's where we get to, to lean into some of this and looking at some of this like, oh, isn't that funny? I notice my mind wants to bring back how I heard that my neighbor has COVID. Look at how it keeps bringing that back. Otherwise, you're not going to spot that. This looks like COVID is alive and well and sucks, even though COVID is like not even in a lot of people's consciousness anymore. It doesn't matter because it's going to be in your consciousness if it's just there unexamined. But but when it is, you know, when, when you're in the feeling and then you're able to kind of spot what what mind thought is doing in this way, all of this seems like bundle of stuff starts to kind of loosen up and even kind of fall apart. And when it starts to fall apart and separate out to a big enough extent, then you can get curious about what I want to talk about here, which is what is even holding all this together? How, how, like, how is it that I feel this burning in my stomach and this little bit of fluttering in my chest and then a thought of my neighbor or a memory of my neighbor saying that her husband had COVID or something and then that goes away and then maybe it comes back later and it looks a little different and then some of that energy's here. Okay, so what's connecting all that? Like how is all of that leading to to it feels like everything's falling apart and all of this, you know, what I call, here's my anxieties back. Like what's holding all that together? Is anything holding all that together? Nothing is hidden because there is nowhere else for it to go. There's nothing, there's, there's nowhere for anything to hide. There's just what's here in experience right this very minute. Now, it doesn't feel like that because there's also uh, imagination. So in a sense, I don't know, I'm feeling this out as I say it out loud, but when things feel hidden, when it feels like there's this seems like, you know, quality to stuff and there must be some connection, I just can't see it, but there has to be some connection between this feeling and me saying I have anxiety I know there is, or or this connection between hearing my neighbors talk about COVID and then now I'm having a panic attack. Like, I know there's some connection. Just look. There's no hidden connector hiding 
because there's nowhere for it to hide. It may seem like it, it may feel like it, but but we don't really know how all of this stuff is constructed. And, and to have a little bit of like skepticism around that and be able to kind of say, well, I don't know, maybe just this feeling arose and then that thought arose and then this thing over here popped up. When there's enough room and experience, and, and again, I, I, for me anyway, this absolutely comes from being in my body. So if I'm in my head, there's no room in anything. And, and our head is where all these untested assumptions live and everything seems like it and it's all connected except we can't find any of that. <laughs> so we're living in just pure, you know, made-upness, made-up summaries that just look true or feel true. But when you're in your body and then there's some space and some of these thoughts and stories and images can kind of be seen for what they are, then you get to look at what's holding all this together. What even is this? I think you going to see some interesting stuff. And maybe what you're going to see is you don't know anything and I don't either. And that's what's interesting. Maybe not. Maybe you'll feel something that feels like it is a connector. I don't know, but it's going to be a lot, whatever it is, it's going to be valuable to look in that direction rather than just live in what seems like it's real. So we're suffering because we're innocently taking so much that's completely unknown unknowable, ungraspable, unfindable, like it pops up and it's gone. Somehow that's all put together again by something we can't find. I don't know. It feels like it's put together into this story and all of these assumptions. And then that's what we're kind of living in. And this is this is where, in the conclusion of that is, I have anxiety and everything's just going to get worse or life is dangerous or Joe hates me or I'm not a good person to be friends with or whatever the heck, you know? So like any of those kind of high level assumptions, I think anytime we can really swim into this and look at what's what the pieces of that are and how those pieces are even connected, it's going to really start to shed a light um, on a lot of stuff. Beginning in early January, I'll be leading a brand new course, the Welcoming What Arises Workshop. This three-week course will expand on the free Welcoming What Arises class I taught last January. In the workshop, we'll lean in together, learning to fully embrace the felt sensations of life. I found this way of going straight into the physical to be incredibly powerful and freeing. I'd love for you to join us for this workshop. Go to dramyjohnson.com slash welcoming class to learn more and to sign up. The 2024 Change Coach Training Program is now enrolling. The course begins in January and is the most complete supportive training around. See all the details and save your seat in this intimate group training at dramyjohnson.com slash coach training.